get your helmets on because it's time to go to battle. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for Ken and John, the Detroit Sports Authorities. <laughs> We're going to do this right away. This is going to be kind of fun. Hi, everybody. John Sever here. CKWI Radio 76. Welcome to the Detroit Sports Authorities, where authoritation runs rampant. And as it runs rampant every week, with the co-hosts of this show, it is the Super CPA almost getting ready to get in shape to get back into his season. Welcome, Kenny Pocket. Hiya, Kenny. Hi, John, and hello to everybody listening out there this evening. I hope you're having a wonderful night. Because you're listening to us and, and not to the Red Wings. So, good deal. But we should probably go through the preamble. We are authorities. We're not experts. That makes us one better. We're not bought, paid for it by anybody, so that makes us two better. Um, but all the uh, opinions stated on this show is all of our own. And nobody else's, so don't bug us. That makes us three better. Um, but it but it still doesn't give us a competitive advantage. <laughs> I knew that was coming in. But, it, but everybody does it. Yeah, and, and so much so that um, we know that, that uh, uh, if you're going to get nailed for this, then we, we have... Um, other other people that do it too. Here, I'm, I'm going to show you that that uh, I I know other colleges that do it too. Really, who? Uh, somebody. Uh, just, just don't be mean to my coach. I mean, I, are you watching yeah, this yeah. in real time, Kenny? I mean, all of a sudden, uh, I, I talked. John, I talked to a Michigan fan today, <laughs> and I recorded the conversation. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. I didn't know you had a fart machine over there. Okay. And then what do you say? What are you actually squeezing a baby over there? What are you doing? <laughs> I was interviewing. I was interviewing a Michigan fan. There you go. Oh, they are. You know, Kenny, there used to be at one time, if you're wrong, you're wrong, that's it. No matter who you are, no matter what you are, nobody's above the law, nobody's above anything. Okay. You don't go making up as many excuses as you can find to make sure that your guy is, yeah, we know he fucked up, but everybody does. There's your, you know when you're fucked because not everybody does. And when you press the people to say who and when, well, fuck you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this before. You weren't listening. I already told you who. Everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Name. All right. So, all right. We know there wouldn't be anybody from the only conference that matters in the world. That's Mountains West. So, nobody's cheating over there. Nebraska, we don't think, has nailed anything. James Madison, we don't think, has stole any signs from anybody. Colgate, we're pretty well sure, hasn't stole everybody. That would constitute 
uh, a nobody for everybody. So, you know, wise up. I mean, this whole crazy thing about, you know, the thing that was breaking a couple of days ago, something from the Associated Press that somebody found some signs that, that pardon me, all the um, colleges were giving to everybody else. So everybody's got these signs now. I mean, it's like they, <laughs> they paid 10 bucks and got a subscription to Big Ten Signs, you know? Yeah. I mean... I don't get well, it. It changes. My question, my question is, if everybody's got your signs and you're still using them, what does it say about you? Yeah, you know, they've said that before, you know, about, well, don't you change them every game? Yeah, you do, but you don't know which game you're changing them for. You know, it's <laughs> like, um, okay. And, and there's some of them. I mean, it does get weird. But... All of a sudden, all these second halves, <clears throat> pardon me, all these second halves, you know, Michigan can't be scored on. I mean, and not like one or two games, but I mean like a season and a half, except for these Yashas that scored in the last couple of seconds in last night's or last week's game. You know, it's like something's up. I mean, if, if it wasn't something up, it was like, look, I'm Jim. You know, come take a look at my system. Come on in. Talk to everybody. You know, I want to get this fire out as fast as possible so people know that I'm beating you guys because we're better than you guys. And I'm going to lift this cloud of suspect of, you know, off us. But they don't. You know, it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And all of a sudden, the you know, the uh, the president of U of M, you know, we'll sue and all this crap. Okay. <sighs> Who's clean yeah. here? You know, come on. Wouldn't you say, Kenny, it's like, look, you guys are investigating us. Come on by. I'll talk to you. I'll show you everything. You know, I'll, I'll be, I'll go make, uh, you know, I'll talk to the press, do whatever. We're clean as clean can be. But now you're hiding shit and you're dabbling yep. all over the yep. place. And now more and more people are coming out, and it's like, I don't know, Kenny. How do they get around this? How do they get around it? Well, they start throwing money around. That's how you get around it because it's it's uh, professional. It's actually college athletics, but you could call it professional. <laughs> yeah. And when it comes right down to it, it's it, 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 money talks. Oh, sure. You think that Fox is going to let these guys be suspended or you can't have any more U of M games? No. They're too close to the big money here. There's no way possible that they would let you do that. You know, so Fox yeah. is saying, look, dudes, people better start dragging their feet because Michigan travels well. You know, and a lot of we're not getting Clemson this year, you know, and they're praying Pray God that that Penn or Ohio State puts a ding in the loss column for Michigan, and it's like, whew, then we don't got to worry about it, you know. But yeah. it's this is really get your popcorn and watch this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. But you know, you look at the corruption inherent in college athletics anymore. You know, how many schools have we had? In the state here where we've actually had 
sexual predators and pedophiles roaming loose. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen other things going on where it's just sweep it under the rug, let's look the other way, or worse, or promote it. You know, actually, the guy at Michigan, he was he was protected by the coaching staff, so oh, know, yeah. he pretty much knew what was going on, and sure. his dad is a uh, motivator. You know, he, you, know he, you better uh, work hard in practice, or we're going to send you to Dr. Strange Glove. <laughs> Yeah, but don't say nothing. And you know the really weird thing about this is, Kenny, how come we don't have these kind of, you know, breakouts in collegiate hockey or collegiate fencing? You know, why is it always the football thing that is so screwed? I don't remember too many basketball teams that are having all this kind of weirdness. You know, it it seems like it's always football teams and football teams are the first one to get the NILs, and the football teams are, you know, the first one to really pollute collegiate sports. I think. So now what? Yeah, yeah. You know, so well, maybe it's the uh, maybe it's the bro culture. I don't know. It's the money culture. It's yeah, the it's, fan it's duel count too, yeah. culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's like you you know how much money's on collegiate sports anymore and that's why it's I think you said Kenny a couple of weeks ago it's just like throw up your arms about this whole NC2A thing you know how you're supposed to be um, you know not not a pro you do it for the love of your school yeah the whole amateur thing is is seriously gone I mean it's really I mean and it's nasty now I mean, there's so in the NFL, you only have a finite number of teams. You know, college division one, it seems like you've got a billion out there. You know, and now with everybody, we don't give a damn. We should be as UCLA. We should be on the West Coast, but no, we're going to be in the Big Ten because of money. It has yeah, nothing yeah. to do with the student. We don't care that kid's got to get on an airplane and fly four hours. We care less. You know, how much money are they going to bring to school? And then what? You're going to lower tuition? Yeah, okay. And don't worry about the kid because he's just here to play athletics anyway. And, you know, he's he's got a free ride and he's taking his basket weaving classes. And, you know, he won't learn a damn thing, but, uh, you know, hey. Yeah, you know, they, they don't, you can go four years undeclared almost. It, you know, depends, especially if you become a, a redshirt freshman. There is so many things that they can work around for this that they know how much, and really, way to go, Fox, way to go, all your networks and stuff like that, bringing in tons of money, you know, way way to go. And so now, all of a sudden, money talks. I mean, really, this is almost bigger than having, I mean, boosters are now just another name for um uh, for when you have uh, in politics, bag man, it's yeah, a bag man, big time, yeah. What can you bag of cash? Yeah, you know. And, and the funny thing is, so they were saying too today. It was like, oh, Harbaugh says there, there's no direct line for him. See, there's no direct line. Okay, somehow, some way, you have some kind of super coach that just keeps calling correctly, time after time after time, the correct call. You know, 
That's and, weird on yeah, your staff. If, if, if it doesn't, and if the coaches aren't involved, then how exactly does this work that it helps you to win your team to win? That you're actually willing to go through this and do this? I mean, it, 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 it boggles the mind that you could actually come up with a way that this would actually be done to no benefit at all. Nobody knew anything. Nobody took any signals that were out there and used them in any way. But we're spending all this money to go around to all these schools and find their, you know, scout their, uh, uh, scout their sites. Yeah, For I no mean, reason. go ahead. It's just it's stupid. Yeah, I mean, basically, if your team isn't that good, and we do not, do not at this fine abode, subscribe to the fact of, well, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. No, man. If you're cheating, that means you're not as good as. You get off the field. You know? All yeah. right. I mean, there is. if you have to resort to the cheating business, you know, and I mean, there's tugs, I assume, everywhere. But Michigan was always, we're so above the fray. And that's why Michigan was always so hoity, you know. And everybody would love to see them get down a peg because they were always Michigan men and we did everything right and and no scandals here. And, you know, it all comes back to one guy. It all comes back to Harbaugh. And if he doesn't know that all of a sudden his defensive coaches and his offensive coaches, all of them, for a couple of years now, just happened to, you know, have the second half, and, and they just happened to guess right, where they don't get scored on for, like, how many games now? 11 in the second half? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's weird. But I mean, that's a record. You see, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, you know, there is such a thing as looking for an edge. True. Okay, True. and maybe you bend the rule a little bit. Then there's Jose Altuve, <laughs> who won't take off his shirt because he's got he's wire, wired. Yeah, he's wired up. Okay, so because the buzzer goes off, and he's, it's going to be a fastball. Okay, mm-hmm. there, you know, there's such a thing as flagrant violations. True, and that's the difference here. The difference here is you actually had an infrastructure yeah. to do this. And you had, basically, you had a travel agency going on, shipping these guys around to scout these different games. It took it to a whole new level. Okay? So that's hubris, that's arrogance, and that's just a flagrant disregard for the rules. And, you know, at that point, you had to say, okay, you know, we can look the other way if it was a minor thing. And everybody does the minor thing. This is a whole different category. This isn't just deflating, uh, deflating a football by a couple of uh, pounds per square inch. It's like handing them a nerf ball. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, it even goes down even simpler than this, Kenny. In my opinion, it's like I'm Harbaugh. All of a sudden, people are saying you guys cheat, 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 and broke the law, broke the law. Okay, so now I'm going back and I'm going, wait a minute, who is this Stallions guy? Come in my office, dude. Who are you now? And then you come out and you say, look, I talked to this dude, 
And I don't know where he came from or whatever, but he's the hell off of this sideline, you know. And yeah. I, I have Adam NC two A. I had no idea what this guy was doing. Obviously, is an overzealous fan and whatever. Did that happen? No. Did Harbaugh do anything about that? No. Did any any coach on the sideline for U of M say? This guy come in my who the hell are you? How did you get here? There's a paper trail somehow that somehow some way this guy got elevated from fan to assistant coach. All right, yeah. if Kenny, you had how many CPAs working underneath you or something? You probably hired them all, or you talked to them all because they all represent K Pocket and Associate. You know. So yeah. just all of a sudden, this guy shows up, and we give him his own account, and he's got a U of M thing, and you know shirts and stuff, and credentials that he could be on the sidelines, he could be in Chem Beckler Hall, all over the place, and nobody to this minute, nobody has said, "Look, throw this guy to the wolves." We don't know what the hell that went on, but there's a paper trail. Somebody hired him. Who hired him? Who gave yeah. him the money? And no, and no one's walking around like, not us, not us. It, it, there's a paper. You can't be that fucking stupid, you know, that you think that, well, I guess your fan base will. But everybody goes, wait a minute, there's there's a couple sentences missing here. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. You know, such a thing as acting guilty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're acting. They're acting guilty. Yeah, and then they know it's it's kind of like a Trump thing. Go ahead and try, because this is what's going to happen if you do. You know, I, yeah. I dare you to have the balls enough to say, "Look, you know, you can go ahead, you of them, go try to sue us, the NC two A, but we got the goods on your guy." You know, all you're doing is making us even more pissed, and when you lose in court. Yeah. You know, and believe me, ESPN, Sports Illustrated, Associated Press, everybody's going to be there. This isn't like something that we can keep between the both of us. But then again, you know, if you guys are trying to big stuff it, you know, and and all of a sudden that extension got pulled off the table, and now your president of your university is like, we'll sue the NC2A. Um, no, because when you went into the NC2A, you all, every college, Agreed to the rules. Everyone. Here's the rule book. It goes for everybody. So, you know, for for you to sue NC2A, all it takes is some other college to get in trouble like this again. They'll sue the NC2A. You will have, you barely have the NC2A right now. So this is going to be of, here we go. Amazing, isn't it? I think so, too. I, I really do. It, it's kind of like <clears throat> it defies logic. They're obviously, the, they got caught. It's obviously against the rules. It's in the rule books. You can't do this. It's kind of weird to try to ex- to explain it to the man on the street. You know, it's like, well, you can steal signs. Yes, you can, but you can't send somebody in advance. Well, how come they don't change their, their stuff? Because by that time, you already know what but they're... Uh, signs are, you know, and then again, they got to go back and then we got to change our signs because you're cheating. You know, it, <laughs> it's amazing. You know what? I think it's just hilarious, though. At some point, 
Vikings had caught on so much that they were feeding dummy signs in. Right, yeah. As a red herring, and, and they, they, they actually fooled Michigan's coaches. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, too, that, that it's this drip, drip, drip. You know, it, it's yeah. not like, look, we got you nailed, man. Why don't you guys shut up, take your medicine, and go away? It's because they're undefeated. If they had two losses, this would be a nothing. You know, if this yeah. wasn't a two, if this was a two-loss team going into Ohio State, oh well, you know, there, there's no way. But because money talks here, and it goes back to what you said at the beginning of the show, you know, if money talks on this one, and Fox isn't going to let them get away. You know, if Michigan travels. I mean, their their fan base travels better than most. You know, so with Alabama not being in the hunt this year, and no Clemson, no really big names. You know. Um, you better have an undefeated Michigan because somebody, when it comes to at Ohio State, something's going to happen. You know, one of the two, and if the coaches vote and people vote, you know, just to to get out of this, you know, when they when the selection committee comes up, they'll take a one loss Ohio State over a one loss Michigan team make up some phony baloney. Well, they really don't have to because you can go on strength of schedule. You know, Michigan has played Shrine a Little Flower for, you know, most of the time. So they could technically say, yeah, well, Ohio State had a stronger strength of schedule. That's why we got them in. Boy, we sidestepped that one. Okay, NC2A, go ahead at it, you know. Because I'll tell you, the one thing that Fox does not want to have to do is relive the fiasco of the World Series that just concluded. Did you watch any of the World Series? As many Name times three, as you watch a Piston game. Name three players on either team. Atuve, uh, Verlander. Uh, oh, Houston wasn't in it this year? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, if I lived in Arlington, it'd be very, uh, it, you know, I'd be glued to it, you know. But yeah. um, uh, somehow, some way, it's like, okay, yeah, it, it's kind of like the Stanley Cup or the um, NBA Finals. If your team isn't in it, if your your city isn't in it, it, it doesn't matter anymore because we're going on to the next season. Yeah, you know, but. That's kind of like, you know, if baseball, look, guys, you know, I realize it's the luck of the draw, but now that you're trying to get more um, more people to have the uh, the wild card, to get into the wild card and to have a one-game playoff and all that stuff because it reloads the bullets, but nobody cares. Everybody wants to see the big powerhouses play. They don't want to see the Cinderella story. No one gives a shit. You know, this isn't 1971. When you have the number six team in the National League playing the number five team in the American League, it, it just doesn't it just doesn't get the uh, you know, generate the same excitement. It just doesn't. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to see Yankee Dodgers, you know, and then it just kind of falls down from that. You know, I mean, how many times if it was Detroit St. Louis? Well, you got, you know, if you're a real baseball aficionado, then there's a little bit of history there and stuff. But it's kind of like if it was uh, Kansas City, gosh, who? 
Who's who? Kansas Colorado. City, Oakland. Yeah, Kansas City, Colorado. Oh, hell, <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I I don't know how you can play it. You know, because Sue said something last a uh, couple of days ago. You know, something about the. You know, at one time everybody wanted the Cinderella story, and you could really play that. You know, but now yeah. when they when you do the Olympics thing and they show the the farm guy from Nebraska and you know every morning he goes out slaps pigs and you know does a hundred bales of hay to the I don't know to what to the horses or whatever, but he also <laughs> goes out and deadlifts you know two tractors and he's a weightlifter. You know, he first time that he ever got off the farm and there he is in Saratoga, France. You know, representing the United States. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Before that, you used to bring a tear to your eye. Now it's like we don't care. We we have so it's much information watered, now. We it's don't watered care. down. Amen, brother. It's watered down terribly. It's just you know you've heard the same story over and over and over and over again. <clears throat> so he went out and he bench pressed a tractor. Yeah. Yeah, well, we saw the guy last year. He bench-pressed the tractor, too. <laughs> and the guy before that, he bench-pressed yeah. the cow. Yeah, and before that and was just you know, a calf. With it. Yeah, it's, it's, we're not amazed. I mean, how horrible that is that human beings have turned out to be that way. That we, I should say Americans to a certain degree, you know, that these really heartwarming stories where this kid is really busting ass, you know, and this is really, you know, extraordinary. And we all go, ho the fuck hum. You know, I mean, there's, again, we, and we talked about this last week. There will never be another Mary Lou Retton. There will never be another Mark Spitz. You know, there just won't be. There won't be another Mark Henry unless he goes to the WWE. You know, you won't have, I mean, what, if you won in Olympic boxing, if you got a gold medal and came home, boy, you were like on your way to, to riches. Now, mm-hmm. it, who's boxing? Is there still boxing? You know, is there, you know, everybody died with Leon Spinks. And it went, mm-hmm. okay, that's it. We don't have anybody that's charismatic. You know, we don't have an Ali. We don't have anybody like Norton. We don't have anybody like George Foreman for the hundredth time. You know, we don't have anybody. There's no that sport is kind of it's not a a man's sport in quotes. You know, as football used to be a man's sport in quotes. It's like we don't care. We seriously don't care how much money you're making. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you know a lot of it comes back to. The fact that we are a culture that is drenched in hyperbole. You know, everything has pushed the envelope further and further. So, yeah. you know, the story he used to be that you know, the guy would bench press a tractor. Now he bench press two. Now he's bench pressing eight tractors and a cow, okay? Mm-hmm. And after a while, you say, really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's like so it's he, bullshit he, to me. It's okay, but it's like we've seen this already. You know, remember yeah. when Catfish Hunter got a million bucks, the first guy to get a million bucks, and everybody went, yeah. oh, my God, a million bucks. And then somebody got two, and then somebody got two five, and then somebody got two five eight. And then, you know, now it's a quarter of a billion dollars. I don't even want to see mm-hmm. what Mr. O is going to get, you know, once he leaves 
uh, well, he left California now, you know, left the Angels. You know, how, what's he going to get, a half a billion? He'll get a half a billion easy, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see what uh, what uh, Baez gets when he opts out. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, again, never mind. Oh, what a sore spot you got with all the Detroit guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you know, the, oh. the funny thing was, too, Kenny, as much as you know baseball, and our, our resident baseball expert around here, how many people were going, there's a chance, there's a chance. No, there never was a chance. Who's going to give them $98 million for four years to hit, you know, what does he have, 257 strikeouts and 66 walks over the last two years? I could just picture him walking in to his... Uh, agent and say, I think I want to opt out. <laughs> the agent gets up from behind the desk, closes the door. And locks the a 44. Hear, the next thing that you hear is all kinds of banging and slamming. He <laughs> and <laughs> comes out and says, I'm not opting out. Yeah, I, I've changed my <laughs> mind. Yeah. I mean, that to me, that's that's incredible. I mean, it's... So now we got this clown for $25 million for two years and then 24 for two years after that. And you go, okay, that, that's dandy. You know, at least it's not as bad as 32 in Cabrera. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, Cabrera, at least we, we, weren't, we were never disappointed because he knew that he was way out of gas for years. You know? Yeah. This guy at one time, and then you're looking at Texas and going, you signed two big money guys that everybody went, what a bunch of idiots in Texas. Look at them overpay. You know, so Detroit goes on the cheap and gets this clown. And, you know, well, where else are we going to ship them to? Minnesota? They already got the second booby prize. Yeah. You know, and then he resigns because he thought he was going to get big money with the Mets, you know. But, oh, did you see big Mets story there? Oh, it broke my heart. How in God's name did Zach Short get shuffled over there to New York? Oh, boy, yeah. It's really, too, I mean, really, and well, that, it was kind of like, like a fart that happened, and it just happened. It's like you read the paper, and all of a sudden it's like Zach Short to the New York Mets, it's like what was was he up for free agency? It's you sure you want him to go? You know. Well, and, yeah, we're all set at shortstop because Baez is not uh, leaving, so we're we're all set now. <laughs> yeah, until he's got another family problem, or until oh wait, that's Eduardo. Yeah. It's like uh, yeah, that's Eduardo. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I will say one thing, though, is that I'm sure that in spring training we'll hear about how Baez is in the best shape of his life. <laughs> yeah. Cabrera's retired now, so. Yeah. He'll have to be Baez in the best shape of his life now. You know, and the, and the funny thing is that the Detroit media actually came out and said, and they do a hell of a job, most of it, just the sports writers are a bunch of whoos. Uh, they go, well, you know, it, it's official that Detroit didn't pick up Cabrera's you know, vest, and it was like, really? <laughs> was that an option? Was that? I mean, for for well, the vested option to kick in, a, must have been an oversight. <laughs> yeah, but they they wrote on it that he would have to be finish in the top ten of MVP 
voting for the last two years of his contract for $90 million invested to kick in. And it was top 10 in the last two years of his contract? Oh, that was a great clause. There's no flipping yeah. way, <laughs> you know. But now did you see what the bigger rumor is? That Eduardo does sign with the Dodgers. Stay tuned oh, to this really? one. Yeah. Yeah. Because evidently the Dodgers are looking at a little bit of green for Eduardo. They wanted him originally, and now it's not going to really, well, it's just going to cost them, you know, it won't cost them any human beings and, and whatnot. It's not just a rental. And it's like, you bitch, if you do go there, oh, he'll never come back to Detroit. Ever come back to Detroit. <laughs> I mean, it's like wow. you might as well join the Colorado Rockies, man, because you will be one of the uh, Detroit will always hate you kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. there's a new rivalry, it's that versus Eduardo because we could have got some serious ends. He would be the new Claude Lemieux. <laughs> oh, Lord. Eduardo Lemieux. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? But that's kind of how... It's really it's it's too bad because really he was he was a head case. I, I never understood what yeah. they saw in him. I mean, Boston couldn't wait to get him out of there, you know. And it, it was like they didn't even tender. They just said, "Yeah, whatever, whatever you get in the open market." God love you, man. Yeah. Bye, peace. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And that was and that to me that was like wow. That should have told you right there and then. You know, uh, something be up here. Well, no, no, the, the real the real clue was the fact that Al Avila signed him. <laughs> hey, guess who I signed? Look what I brought home. Yeah, don't you like me? Can I keep yeah. my job now? And Mr. Illich says, we're making progress. Yeah, I like my defense, so wait a minute. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like, okay. Um, done. But the good thing is that they, you know, got this guy in his mid his thirties from uh, the Brewers, and the Brewers said, "Oh, you want to leave? Here's the door." You know, and it's yeah. like, "Oh, great! Will they pick up your eleven million dollars next year?" Yep. <laughs> this got to be Detroit oh. on the phone. Hey, Bob, listen to this. Detroit's on the phone. Okay. But you know, oh. he he hit two thirty seven last year, but. You know, he, he has plate discipline, and he could be a corner uh, outfielder every day and get you a good 237 bat that you got kind of basically with um, Zach Short. Okay. So now well, you, if you have to explain why you bring in a guy, I'll listen for about five seconds. If you're still explaining after five seconds, I think we're done. Yeah, I mean, just give me a number or two. Give me what he hit, yeah. what he pitched, and how much he's going to cost over how many years. And does that make yeah. sense? You know, because everybody that's – and this is a crappy year for for um, free agents. You know, I mean, yeah. when you're talking Sonny Gray is like one of your top three free agents <laughs> yeah. from Matt Snell's out there. Um, no, guys, if you hate – and and it's getting worse and worse and worse. 
you know, it used to be at yeah. 40, people said he's washed up. And then 35, he's washed up. Now guys are 30, 31. Oh, you don't want to put money there. Yeah. Okay, I would put money there at 30, 31. You know, I'm not going to give him an 11-year contract. But I could easily give a guy a, a three-year contract. If he's really good, three-year contract. You know, depends. But, yeah. I mean, your outfield is going to be Riley Green, Parker Meadows, and um, Mr. Kahan. Kaha, you know. So, all right. Let's see. If you can keep the China Dow there for 162 games, I'll be damned impressed. You know. Yeah. Um, but that's not an outfield that scares me. No, no. You know, I mean, at best you got Torque, who actually looked like he did something, but okay. You know, who do you got for second base? You're going to sign Scoop again? You know, I'm not seeing anybody that, that is scaring me at second. Obviously nobody at short, nobody at third. So you got a decent first baseman. You don't have a catcher that can hit, you know. So, hmm, you know, Jake Rogers doesn't scare anybody. So all of these people, all right, so you're not going to get it done with offense. You better get it done with with, uh, pitching. So let's see. You got uh, E. Ow. (laughs) Yeah. There goes your pitching. Ow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, who, you know, are you going to rely on Screwball again? Are you going to rely on Mr. Maisie? Are you going to rely, I mean, these are guys that you kind of go, how are they in the world going to get this done? How? You know, because they're, Maisie now is, what, 27? Yeah. Well, if you hate 30-year-olds, you better hustle it up. And for a guy that hasn't pitched in, well, it'd be a year and a half, you know, yep. he'll come back in the best shape of his life. No? Exactly. Okay, but then again, you have Tommy John. And if I'm not mistaken, Ken, correct me if I'm wrong, but folks who come back from Tommy John generally are not fireballers anymore. No, that's not necessarily true, but uh, it takes them some time to get back. Yeah. In fact, when you look at uh, Spencer Turnbull, Great example. I mean, he came back and it's like, ooh, yikes. Okay. Now, hopefully he uh, is able to, you know, bounce back, but the early results were not impressive. Not at all. You know, and they, then they got rid of Alexander. I mean, out, out, goodbye, see you. You know, okay, yeah. and that was supposed to be a big deal. So now, who do you have in your pen who's going to help you out? You know, when when these guys forget about pitching four innings, you know, pitch two, and then we'll bring in our our third in, inning setup guy, and then we'll bring in our fourth inning specialist, and then we'll be bringing in our our fifth and sixth, you know, guy that can hopefully get six runs or six outs, and then our eighth inning, uh, you know, fireballer, and then our ninth inning, you know, closer. Okay, every single game for 162 games, you're going to blow through four pitchers a night. Have at it. Yeah. No, to me, yeah. that's just weird. What's that? No, I got to, I got to introduce another topic, though. Sure. Um, you know, we we uh, kind of lost track of our old friend, 
Cat Hall of Famer <laughs> Ken Holland up in uh, Edmonton. Cat Hall of Fame is right, man. The, came across the newswire today. They waived their goaltender. He was a guy that they uh, signed out of Toronto last year. A five-year contract for $30 million. Ooh. And they're moving on from him. Let me take a look at... Uh, they signed him for a year? I mean, they signed him long-term. Yeah, but how long was he with the team? Last year. So for one year, they have a five-year contract. They couldn't trade him to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, his his product... Save percentage was like eight seventy or something like that. It was, it was pretty bad. Wow. But then again, you know, how's Edmonton's uh, uh, defense? I mean, they got Jonathan over there. Did he come back from Sweden? You know, the human pylon drive by again. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, yeah, Edmonton is almost to a good start. They're two eight and one. <laughs> Youch with the a little bit of, they're a little bit north of San Jose though is O ten and one. But you know, Mr. Holland has worked his magic up there in Edmonton. Well he was GM of the year last year. Look how far up they got him. You know? Yeah. That's amazing that they waived him as opposed to sent him down to whatever their their triple A is. You know? Wow. Wow, for, for after one year? How much did they sign him for? He was about $30 million. $30 million, so $6 million a year, so they still have, yeah. you know, over... Jack Campbell, that's who it was. So they got over $30 million in dead money for, for four more years. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. They, they thought he was that bad. He did. He, well, they didn't even want him in the whole... Organization. Okay. Okay. Actually, they're they're uh, going to reassign him to the AHL team. Oh, okay. Story. Forty-one games, signing a five-year, twenty-five million dollar contract. Campbell has posted a twenty-two, thirteen, and four record with one shutout. Three fifty-three goals against eight-eight-six save percentage. He has a registered mark, registered a mark of one four zero this campaign. Four fifty goals against eight seventy-three save percentage. Five appearances. Once Campbell is claimed or clears, Edmonton is expected to bring up netminder Calvin Pickard to serve hmm. as Stuart Skinner's backup. You remember Calvin Pickard? I was going to say that name is familiar. Sure, sure. He uh, had a couple cups of coffee with the Red Wings over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And... See, so uh, that's part of the plan, isn't it? The master <laughs> plan. <laughs> I like See, my defense. He's such a genius. He's playing 4D chess. Wow. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> wow. That's what, what you try to, like, dig up the DNA of Roger Crozier and, and try to bring him back, too. I mean, actually, that'd be a step up. But, I mean, my yeah. God, Jack Anderson, wasn't he a free agent in Toronto? But look again, look at what Toronto's doing. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Flounder. How you doing? Yeah, wow. 
Maybe they're trying a new way of screwing up now and then being good when they normally screw up around December. You know? I see the grand reverse the grand reverse strategy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna back up for a running start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chicks dig that when you do it that way. All right. Um, it, it, it's a, it's an amazing thing. It, it really is that you have, you know, Toronto. But then again, I know I think Detroit is playing as you if we record this, uh, playing against New York presently. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. there's some sort of a win there because it's like, you know, <sighs> dear Batman, when you go, I you know I'll be like the first to run over your body with a milk cart. You know, well, it, it's only because. Uh, the Metropolitan Division. What kind of stupid ass name is that? You know, what? You got New York there, and New York's doing well without uh, our fine Mr. T. Tigaloni, as so you say, in Tigonelli nowadays. You know, um, good for them. It's good to see New York do well, but I mean. Big money teams, kind of like you expect that, you know. It, yeah. It's but it's to see Boston, you know, and Merchant. God bless. How many more years has he got before he's a free agent? Everybody hates him, but you want to sign that guy. But you know, not now. But then again, you take a look at our good friend, Mister Batuzzi. How's it working out, boy? Oh yeah. How's yeah. that <laughs> doing for you? You know. I mean, if you had just always, went to Canada. Always seems to go that way with Toronto, doesn't it? God bless them. bringing in a player, and they've got all these plans. He's going to make a big difference. Next thing you know, he's in the coach's doghouse. He's sitting at the end of the bench. And, you know, they're starting to look for, okay, he's the new scapegoat. It's all his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it just goes to show... You know, when you're playing with Larkin, I mean, and they weren't, you know, beating the world at all. But, you know, playing with somebody that's decent, you know, but he's playing on the A-line, man. You know, and he still can't get it done over there. You know, I would say yeah. that Matthews is a little bit better than Larkin. I, Larkin is, I guess, okay. But as a captain, I can't stand him as a captain. You know, he, I don't know what he does to build everybody better. And when they re-signed him that long-ass contract, it's like, what the hell were you thinking? You know, are you, have you been watching any of the uh, Red Wing games? Yeah, yeah. And they actually, you know, they've been doing quite well. It's better than I expected. True. So, Absolutely true. Know, he, Larkin looks good with, uh, Larkin looks good with uh, Debrinket next to him. Yeah, you know who looks kind of, why do we got him is Petrie. I mean... Like your dad, yeah. you know, your dad was really cool, but, you know, we see you skating around and it's like, oh, who's the new pylon? You know, maybe it'll get yeah. better. Maybe there's some guys take a little bit of time to get the, the motor running. But, I mean, I would say with the Red Wings, I'm, you know, pleasantly surprised. And then they're going, mm-hmm. well, you know, they're, they're a long shot to make the playoffs. Really? They're in second place, you know, against yeah. a team that hasn't lost but won and we beat them. You know, we're the one. Doesn't mean that, you yeah. know, because we beat uh, Kansas City that we beat everybody in the NFL. But, 
you know, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like I, I, I'm, you know, I, I'd get, you know, Huso out of there, get Mister R back into goal. I mean, I like him. Mm-hmm. I like Greenberg better than I like Huso, a lot better. Yeah, but yet, you know, it's the old story though. The most popular guys in Detroit are the backup goaltender for the Wings and the backup quarterback for the Lions. Yeah, but I've seen him play better. Huso <laughs> to me gets—I I have no—he he runs out of gas. You know, I have yeah. no um, faith in him. Three minutes to go in the period. How many games? How many goals does he give up? Five minutes to go in the period. You know, especially when you really need them. You know, I knew that their power play wasn't going to be all that crazy as it was in the beginning. It's surprising that they went for so long without a power play goal, but, you know, it's cool now. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, it goes in streaks. Yeah. I mean, you got to bring it. I think the Brinkett is doing well. I hope he's not like, you know, came out on fire, then all of a sudden there's that big-ass lull in the middle of the season. But, you know, it's just as long as he's yeah. consistent. Keep, you know, God bless you, mm-hmm. man. Keep it going. You know, keep getting that, that first-round draft pick, and, and we'll be happy. But then again, you uh-huh. flip the channel, and what's this? I had no idea Detroit had a fourth professional team. Well, that's subject to uh, debate. <laughs> Man, I was watching it yesterday. It gets, it, Phew. Good it, gets, Lord. it gets better, does it? No, it doesn't. And you got this whiz-bang coach, you know, that has all kinds of credentials. And you're seeing Katie with all kinds of turnovers, you know. And you're seeing Killian when you could have had Halliburton. And we were screaming. I mean, we play the tapes from us for a few years back when we were saying Hellebrand, 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 and oh no, we have to have a guy from France who shoots left-handed. <sighs> you know, look at all the turnovers. My God, th- these guys were playing like, you know, like like they're fourth graders. But, you know, look at, their, look at that injury roster they have. Everyone's hurt. Yeah, this is almost like back in the day with the Lions. You know, we're like mm-hmm. 2 and 12, and all of a sudden everybody had back problems and knee problems and <laughs> couldn't come yeah. back to the, you know, the rest of the year and stuff like this until they started Remember winning. Remember Bob McAdoo? Oh, my God. Remember Bob McAdoo? Wow. Oh, my back hurts. I'm done for the year. Pay well, me. Well, wait a minute. Shouldn't you, like, go to the doctor and they can take a... No, nope. no I'm done for the year. Yeah. Trust me, I'm done for the year. Yeah. Read my lips. I'm done for the year. <laughs> Pay me. You know? Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden he had a miraculous recovery inside with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And we go get yourself uh, another ring. God bless him. I mean, yeah. he was, you know, but everyone was saying, you know, we need, we need to trade up. We need to trade up. We need to get, we like our whole team. You know, like with the Lions, we need somebody, you know, that we could get besides Mr. Peoples, you know. But again, to me, it was like, well, we can't because we don't want to, you know, get rid of the chemistry and this and that and the other thing. And it's like, yeah, you do. I mean, this is the Kelly Trapuca move. You know, everybody thought that Isaiah and Kelly Trapuca were going to be best buds for the rest of their lives. And, you know, and they said, nah, you're gone. We're going to upgrade here. And the rest is history. 
but everybody was like, oh my God, you got rid of Kelly Tapuka? Oh, what will, you know, Notre Dame say? Oh, and then look at what kind of career Tapuka had and look where the bad boys went off to. Yeah, and, you know, I am going to say that I have confidence in Holmes that when the time is right, he'll do it, but this wasn't the right time. And the reason is because you have such a young team in the Lions. They're still on the upswing. Teams that are veteran teams, and you're ready to pull trigger because why? Because your window is starting to close. Yeah. That's when you go ahead and you push all your chips into the middle. To do it now is premature. But you know what? It doesn't matter because when it comes to Detroit fans. <laughs> Would you get like a toy for your dog or something? <laughs> it's a sound effect I found online. This is this is cool. I got to use this one. Job well <laughs> but, done. You know, yeah. The reaction was, oh God, the Lions didn't go out and bring in Chase Young. Now we'll never win the Super Bowl. We'll never gonna. You know what? Time out. Time out. Take You're not going to go there anyways. You're six and two at the break. The Vikings are the closest team to you, and they lost their quarterback. Yeah, but now they've won four in a row. Okay. They played a garbage Atlanta team that looks like they're ready to fire their coach again. They have no quarterback. They're horrible. Okay. Uh, So they they look past that, but there's no way in hell that you're going to lose to the Vikings. So basically you've got – you've got – the division uh, under control. You are um, going to get a playoff game at home. And really, there's no need to upset the apple cart. You're going to get a strong seed in the NFC playoffs. And we'll see what happens. But the idea that you're going to go out and bring in a player like Chase Young, you're going to have to give up draft capital for him. Then you're going to have to sign him to some big-ass contract because his uh, rookie contract ends after this year because they didn't exercise his fifth-year option. Hello? Get a clue here, anybody? Yeah, really. Got major history issues. Got major injury history issues. Uh, so you're going to go push all your chips into the middle for this guy? Uh, no, I don't think so. Save your money. Go shopping in the off season when you don't have to give up draft capital to bring in a guy that you're going to have to sign a free agent contract. That makes all the sense in the world. True. Because why? Because this is a young team. You're still developing. You're still on the upswing. You have players who are still improving. There's no sense to panic. And, you know, the crybabies on the radio can cry and cry all they want. Don't listen. Well, essentially, they're saying that this year is your window because God knows, you know, if Fields gets great all of a sudden next year or, you know, Minnesota signs Galapagos or whatever and really starts chasing, you know, uh, who cares? I mean, okay, John, 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 you know what? You look at Chicago. Do you really think that's a competently run team? No, I was just trying to be facetious when I was saying all that. Yeah, they're, they're two and six. Okay? And what did they do? They bought at the trade deadline. Greg <laughs> Greenback. Jordan Love is the answer. Yeah. Jordan Love is not the answer to any question that I'm asking. 
Well, the question that... Like they say, Minnesota, they, they, hung, they hung their head on Kirk Cousins, and now he's gone. Josh Dobbs is the answer. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, he's doing better now, isn't he, brother? All right, but talking oh, about doing better, what did we now talk about one whole minute, good man? Well, we didn't talk about the Red Wings' uh, big win against Boston the other the other night. Uh, and it that was. was really, that was a great game. Um, and they just it seemed like they got better as the game went along. Yeah. Uh, you know, they obviously had lost in Boston a few days earlier. But Boston, it, yeah, they're the behemoth, and they hadn't lost any games in regulation. And Red Wings came, you know, brought them into town and played right right along with them. It was just a couple fluky goals early on for Boston, and then after that, it's like, all right, we got this. So I'm very, very enthused by what I've seen from the Wings so far this year. Um, you know, we've got a lot of veteran players that we brought in, and they're performing. Yeah, I don't think we can complain about that. But what about the kids? What about the kids? Well, they're developing. They'll be here when they're ready. Yeah. But you're not forcing, you're not force feeding them. That is true. You know, it, it was a, it was an entertaining game. You held your breath to the very last, you know, but uh, the officials gave that game to Detroit. It was rigged. Okay. Yeah. Don't get a, you know. Don't pick up penalties in the last four minutes, boys. You know it's the name of the tune. Yeah. Talking about the name of the tune is that you can pick up this tune and so many more um, on your uh, anywhere that podcast. It's, I'm trying to read the thing. It can be found in the upper echelons of the good ones, where you can pick us up on Spotify or Pandora or the iHeart, whatever it is, or. The Sony thing, whatever they got going on, or or the Apple thing, or or anywhere you go, you can pick us up. So whew, are we going to see you Saturday night, bud. By the way, you and the missus. Yep. Cool, man. Yes. <laughs> Get ready. Good question. What? Good question. Yeah. Good question for you. Yeah. Does this place serve food? Yeah, I'm not sure that people are going to be eating though. Oh, okay. No, I mean you get there earlier. Okay. You know, and, and order yeah, up. Okay. But uh, okay, who knows? Sure. You know, maybe people. Yeah. I mean, it's a. We go there for uh, Thanksgiving. That's how good it is, food wise. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. We've gone there for years. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> but where we're going to be going is we'll be going there too. So, for the Super CPA Ken Pocket, myself John Sauer, thank you so very much for being with the Detroit Sports Authorities. You ready, Kenny? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. On three, one, two. Three. Bye. Bye, Kenny. <laughs> See you Saturday. Okay. Bye yeah, now. Right.